0: To the Gold Card Podcast. This is going to be episode ten. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm your host Vince Calati at Calati LOL. With me tonight we have John George at the Esports Plug. Hello, everyone. Calvin T at Ruler R Sama. Hi. And Chris Chung at Prime Time. I am back. We got the whole crew tonight. It's good. We had a we had a turbulent couple weeks now, but I think the uh, I think everybody had a good week off. Um, so, we have a couple things we want to talk about tonight. This is going to be a bit of a shorter show. Hopefully, every time we say that, it ends up being longer. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter show this week. So, we're going to talk about uh, the collection of things that have been happening over the last like week or two. Um, Nest uh, The NES Championship, the, uh, the esports tournament in China. LCK promotion. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about EU Masters. And then we're going to talk about MSI, because the plan starts on Wednesday. So, we're going to have Group A, Group B, etc. And we're going to talk about that. And then some futures and looking forward for the whole tournament for MSI. And then I think next week we'll end up doing a show next week we'll end up doing a full show talking about the actual MSI once we have, because right now we don't know. we got the playing teams to still get in still. so Uh, I figured this week we'll just do a shorter episode. We'll talk about the plans that start on Wednesday and Thursday. So I'll open the floor to you guys. If anybody wants to talk any kind of Nest, LCK, EU Masters, feel free to chip in. Because I'll admit I did not watch a lot of EU Masters or Nest. I did watch the finals for LCK promotion. So I'll open the floor to you guys. Anybody chip in if you want to. Um,
1: I'll I'll talk about Nest for a minute. It's been infuriating. Uh, yeah. Essentially, my strategy so far in Nest has just been betting on teams that are playing their starters cuz tons of teams are just bringing backups to the to the NAST, you know they don't care about it too much, it's not an important tournament for them. And so the theory is the teams that want to really, really care about this and want to put some some shine on their organization are going to bring the starters and their the other teams are not going to care. I mean, IG just forfeited this tournament last year. That's how much they cared about it. Um So I've been. They had had to. They
0: had to do a photo shoot this time. They had to delay a match. They had to postpone a match for a photo shoot. I thought that was
1: kind of BS, by the way. Like clearly, NEST cares so much about their image. They're like, we can't have it without IG this year. (laughs) So last year we're going to let them forfeit, but this year we're going to postpone their match for two weeks so they can so they can do this photo shoot. But. In any case, I've been betting teams that are not playing their starters, and that has not gone. Or that are playing their starters, and that has not gone well. <laughs> teams that are playing their starters are straight up losing to teams that are playing their backups thus far in NDSLGD. Yeah, except for Sino uh, 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 Dragon and uh, VG. The two, teams, the two teams that won playing their starters were the two teams that were already better than the other team. Probably, <laughs> I mean, you could argue with BLG and RNG. RNG's probably better. But BLG's a very good team and brought their starters and RNG's playing backups.
0: Well, uh, so who, like, OMG lost with their starters, right? And then OMG LGD lost, lost to the to... LDL lineup.
1: and then... LGD lost to straight-up joy, uh, yeah. joy Dream from the LDL, yeah, <laughs> like, who, the who were Dream. not even a good team in the LDL, And they got the smashed, way. too. It wasn't even like they just lost. They got smashed. And then t- LGD, who was looking good at the end of the season, LGD just gets beat up by JDG's backups. Like, well, that, that's
0: who it was. It was it was uh JDG's backup was a, a sub five hundred L D L team. Yes. because I, I remember. Because I bet I, I bet L G D to win that. Oh my god! Like I bet. The only LGD bet minus I, put it, I, I put two bets. I put two bets in on this tournament. I put L G D to win that, and then I put uh, Vici, which ended up getting canceled because the match got postponed. I rebet that. By the way, I have money so I go, on have
1: to, the, to, the I Vici bet. money line. Yeah, I was, bet it's uh, plus a you thousand. Yeah. But my bigger bet was VG Your... plus two point five. Was still plus money. It was plus one fifty wow. for them to win a game. And IG's already announced that they're playing two backups. So oh, I'm hoping. It. Maybe yeah, they're playing two movie. backups. So I'm hoping that the two backups is enough that VG can at least get a game. I'll make a lot of money if Vici wins one game. A lot more if they win the series. But I don't. I'm not expecting them to win the series. I think they should get a game
0: though. Gotcha. So. Uh, anything else for NEST? We want to talk LCK promo. Uh, LCK
1: promo, I think, pretty much went the way that it was supposed to go. Yeah, I think yeah. I, a lot of people thought Air was going to auto get regulated, but I don't, sharks have not looked super impressive uh, in the little bit I've watched of them, and they didn't look good against Air really.
0: We talked a little bit about this before we came on but like this is kind of a snap back to the the norm the normal trend like we kind of like the last like two splits we've had really really good challenger teams in Korea and I got caught up in it I'll admit so I got I got a little bit caught up in in the hype of the new challenger teams, and thought maybe okay, like maybe one of these teams can beat Jin Air. I didn't. I thought KT was just going to win. I didn't think KT was going to drop a game, and that. Yeah, I don't KT think so. anybody thought KT no. was getting knocked
1: out. KT, but we thought
0: Jin Air had a real chance to, and it turns out this is Giant. kind. Of, this is kind of how it used to be for years and years and years. It was like this, where it's like okay, there's hype. This team is so so bad that people are like, oh, they can't possibly, you know, win. And then you realize like they're they're practicing against. LCK teams and not against challenger teams So that and up. another one of those
1: things too where the organizations like the the LCK organizations have a lot more resources than the yeah. teams that are in the challenger league and the yeah, resources are make a big difference. The coaching staffs and even just having the teams in gaming houses and all that kind of stuff can make a big difference. Or in Jinair's case I mean in Jinair's case they literally have 10 people fighting for 5
0: positions so they have like a sister team in themselves without officially being the case. Now most of the Korean teams yeah. do have this, make no mistake, but um yep. not that have gotten stage time at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, there was, you know, so yeah, KT and Janair got back in. Any I'll just briefly mention this in the LCK for this coming split. And, and we're going to go into more detail about this more in the off season before the LCK starts back up again. Is there like a so we'll use the these two teams to start off with. Do you have any faith in Janeiro to improve? And if so, how much?
2: I just feel like they have I just feel like they have just such young talent. And I I don't know throughout the whole split they played super scared and I know they're and like I feel like they're just like a just an am, they're still like an amateur team, you know what I mean, in my in my eyes. Yeah. But once they played in regulations, like you could tell there's a clear cut like skill gap between them and like everyone else. Maybe so I feel a confidence like
0: confidence boost or something. Yeah. Right?
2: And it's unfortunate to see a team like that because like, you know, stitch and route, you know, stitch comes over then you know, you have route play. I don't know. I just think they do have enough time to improve, but then again, you just have to look at it that other teams are going to improve as well. You know what I mean? And it's, if, other teams improve and Janair is still trying to, you know, get this act together. It's like, it's going to be hard for them to catch up, especially how
1: far they are, you know, down in the rankings compared to the other LCK teams. At what point do you start blaming Janair's coaching staff to some degree? Because they've been playing the same way. I definitely blame Janair's coaching staff. Yeah. They, they've been playing the same yeah. way for a very long time, regardless of who was on the team. Yeah. And it's always yeah. been bad. And I think yeah. at some point you have to say, we need somebody who's not going to tell them to go in there and try to play for 40 minutes. You know, and and let them be aggressive. Like I can't believe that all thirty people that have been on Gen Air in the last three years all love playing late game style. They don't.
0: That's the thing. So like last year, they showed flashes of being able to play up tempo, and like they they had games where they did that, and they would just immediately it was like a turtle. It's like the second any noise happened, it's like right back in the shell, right?
1: Yeah. I, I wish and they would just you have to think that's coming from the coaching staff. We, I wish they, they would just
0: loosen somewhere. up, like just loosen up, like let these guys Oops. play, like. Yep. Yeah, it's like the they coach. don't trust their talent.
1: Go on, Chris. I mean,
0: cut your yeah, head. just
3: go, just get rid of the coach. It's it's comes down to them, and like you all said, that they have not changed their style. The meta has shifted dramatically from seven, eight to nine now. Right now, and you can't have the same kind of idea to play. Oh, we will play the LCK way. Even the LCK oh, yeah. doesn't even Gen.G way way.
0: like is slowly but surely saying, okay, we can't really do this. They still do, but
1: like. Yeah, they got John Gruden over there.
0: Yeah, coaching. no, yeah, no. You know what? It's Jeff Fisher. That's what it is. It's it's yeah. like Jeff Fisher, where you have it's just this old school way of thinking. Or we could go, no, we could go into the Giants draft tirade. And we could talk about that, but that's a different thing.
1: Did uh, you see as a small aside joke for our for our listeners as well? Did anybody see draft cheats tweet about the Giants pick? Because that is no. my my fa- one of my favorite tweets of the year, and I'm not even a football fan. He said the Giants pick was an A they'll get it they get this the the quarterback of the future and he'll get to sit behind a hall of famer eli manning for four (laughs) or five years and learn (laughs) and learn from the best i thought that was the best best thing the
0: best thing i saw was like was that daniel jones looks like the guy that they would get to play eli manning in the Peyton eli movie (laughs) i was just like i was like this is insane
3: I, I've been following football for a long, long time, and I know we're going off on the side. But the, the first time I laid my eyes on Daniel Jones, I was like, "This is Eli Manning all over again." Yeah, Come it's, it's
0: literally like, and like I think Eli is better because you have more reason to think those ups. Anyway, um, okay, yeah, let's get back to it. Sorry, yeah. So, <laughs> that was just my favorite, one of my do, favorite tweets where of the did year. We, where is we the giants? Oh, Jenner. Yeah, so we were talking about yeah. Jenner, and Jenner is the Giants. How I, th- I God. think. This team doesn't have the talent that the rest of the LCK does, so that's the first problem. But like, they, there's not a lot they can do to solve that. What you can I think do, if you try
1: to solve that, if you think you're at such a talent gap, go the opposite way. And Tell your team to go play hyper aggressive. Yeah, yeah hyper aggressive. You can steal wins no matter who you are. That's what we saw from Gigabyte Marines and those teams back in the day. If you're not as talented, you can play wacky strategies and very aggressive styles, and you'll steal games from good teams.
0: Yeah, and and. They're, they're not that much, like, yes, they are, by far, like, there's a good gap between them and K2, who I think are, like, the next worst in the LCK. I feel like now, G- from G- a, G's so bad. From a talent standpoint. From a talent standpoint. Mostly because the bot lane's awful, but the point I'm trying to make is, like, you they're they're not that much worse than the L- like, they're not so outclassed that they just can't hang. Right? Yeah, Like, they're that outclassed, was, yeah. for sure. Like, they're definitely outclassed, but they shouldn't be get they should be putting up three game wins in a season, right? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely.
3: And it's this is the prime time to do it. I agree. They have talent. They, I mean they have new people. sees Route, Grace. Yeah. These are these I mean, are nice. Grace not. is a real player.
0: Like
1: he, Grace is yeah. a good player. Yeah, Grace can play. We don't want him to waste his talent like Teddy did. Exactly. Exactly. So start playing a more aggressive style. Try to pick up some wins. I'm so, with you guys.
0: How about uh I wasn't that dialed into EU Masters. I know some of you guys were. Uh I watched the finals this morning. That was kind of cool, but uh EU Masters, any notes?
1: Only note I was talking about earlier is uh you're definitely going to see leader lighter uh in the either the LEC or one of these leagues this year. He yeah. he was incredible the whole tournament. There's enough teams that don't have a strong mid laner. You're going to see him for sure. People said the same thing about Sakre, but Sakre's actually already been around. Yeah. and was was not super impressive when he was around. So yeah,
0: but I mean, this I could
1: come back here, but
0: could be a reminder. I, I mean, there are
1: teams that need a mid laner in Europe too. So there's... I think leader gets paid for sure. Somebody's going to pay him after that performance in EU Masters.
0: Chris, Cal, anything on this?
2: No, Burn my money on EU Masters. <laughs> oh yeah i actually
0: made money on EU. oh wow, and... screw you chris <laughs> i bet i bet misfits the last two i bet misfits the last two the last two things but it's mostly just because i was like these teams can't be that much better or worse than each other right and it was just like it, the Apex, but
3: like the whole thing is pretty much like been a coin flip uh, there was a couple of teams that i really did like and Fnatic was one of them and uh, i mean and you're I, totally I,
1: I, right in that it's been, like, essentially a coin flip, except that my fucking system betting of all of the underdogs in the main thing went over 15. So coin flip, quote. Exactly not enough trademark for any of the underdogs to ever win a game. Yeah, I didn't but, pick
3: that big of underdogs. There are underdogs that
1: you could have played. <laughs> I'm still really surprised that it went that way. These teams were close enough that, like, all those underdogs should not have lost. That was so unfortunate. It was but, pretty wild. Um... <sighs> I don't think it was. I don't think this EU Masters was as important to the professional scene as the previous ones. Like the previous iterations of of Mad Lions and uh, Origins uh, lineup, when they had Froggen and those guys in there, those I think meant a lot more for the pro scene than this one. I don't see a ton of guys uh, that were in the top four teams at EU Masters that I'm like these guys need to get into the pro scene asap. A lot of them were recycled veterans uh, that had already been on teams. There there was a couple bright shots. Yeah, and we didn't get to see Yappa, who was another guy that was a, a high prospect. We didn't so get to he see had him the, the playoffs. The problems, he was the Visa right. guy. Yeah. Um, we did learn that backup junglers below the pro level <laughs> cannot play the top lane because that was one of the most oppressive <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. That was like I the shot like playing against me. I turned it on at like seven minutes. He was down like sixty-five farm. It was like it was like ninety to fifteen in farm. I was like, is "Are there even possible? that many minions for his opponent to take? Is he taking his own minions?" Like, Did I they was put deny crazy.
0: back into the game. Like, what yeah, that's he- <laughs> how. Kind of man,
1: it was unbelievable. Because, yeah. In any case, I think leader is the important one. I think you're going to see leader uh, find his way. Maybe frennic, but that's about all. Frenic, yes, I completely agree was quite good too, but...
0: So, uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, we'll see. There, there were there were a couple good performances, like individual performances that I think warrant consideration by professional teams for sure. Um, okay, so we're going to get to the MSI play-in stage. So the play-in stage, for those that don't know, is all the wildcard regions plus the fourth and fifth of the major regions that didn't qualify through performing well last year, basically is how it pans out. So this year it's uh, North America and Taiwan have to do their um, – they have to play in the play-in. But what ha- the way it happens is the major regions get an automatic advance past the group stage of the play-in tournament. So what happens is there's going to be two groups, four teams in each group. And with the four teams in each group, they're going to play a double round robin. So each team's going to play six matches, all best of ones. So you're going to play one on red, one on blue. The winners of this go on to uh, a bracket stage where they'll play a best they'll play best of five series. So it's just like a typical group stage tournament, except we have some teams that get advanced directly out of the group. So that's going to be Team Liquid and Flash Wolves in this case. So in Group A, I kind of wish these groups got drawn differently, but we'll talk about that in a second. So Group A, we have 1907 Fenerbahce from Turkey, who 3-0'd Supermassive in the finals there. Uh, we have the Bombers from Oceania, uh, the Australian the OPL, the uh, Australian based <laughs> league. Uh, Issuerus from Latin America, and Fong Fu Buffalo from Vietnam.
1: For people that don't know, in Latin America, they combined Latin America North and Latin America yeah. South before this year. So it used to be like always chaos Latin, Latin gamers coming out of one side, uh, and then one of those other teams. Oh, I can't even remember their names Rainbow now. Rainbow Seven, oh, yeah, Rainbow or... Seven. Those kinds yep. of teams used yeah. to come out of the, out of the north, and now they are uh, the south, and now they put them together. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I think we we talked briefly about that last
1: week, but I forget.
0: Um, so, and then we have Group B, which is Detonation Focus Me from Japan, INTZ from Brazil, and uh, Mega from Thailand's, who I know nothing about. I'll admit, they before, are before looking into this. They are the
2: Ascension team. It oh, is Rocky, it's just... G four and Lloyd, and then they just added two new guys to the roster. Okay, all
0: right. So, so there is um. Okay, there so, were, so there's some. There were words co- last from year, plus two, Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, these are mostly guys we know. And then yeah. Vega Squadron from the Commonwealth of Independent States. So they beat who was it? I forget who they beat last week. They beat. I can look, I can look, I can look. I'm going to find it. It's right. They beat Elements. So we have a couple underdogs here. INTZ was a huge underdog, and Vega Squadron were actually huge underdogs in their domestic leagues. Fenerbahce was an underdog, but we talked as we talked about betting, that was wrong. Um, so these groups are kind of weird. They're like really, really lopsided to me. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I'm going to kind of go in on this real quick. So Group A, we have... It, it, group A, I think, is going to be... Fenerbahce is definitely getting out of Group A, I think. They should be the heavy favorites in this group. And I know Calvin, I know me and Calvin are going to clash on this. I don't know <laughs> if me and Chris or, or me and John are, but me and Calvin are definitely going to clash on this. I think Fenerbahce is the best team in this whole tournament. Or, uh, of, of, these of, the of these
2: eight teams. Of these eight I can see where you're coming from because yeah. Turkey is generally stronger. And I think I said this in a group chat earlier. Or a couple of days ago is that I was like, man, dude, PBB's just smashing teams, but, like, like you point out and I just, like, I realized I'm like they try, like, an IG-style way in Vietnam, and it's like man, most of the teams that they play are just, like, Real bad. headless chickens. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, they, like, there's just one play, actually, I saw, like, they literally uh, PBB hit Baron and then another team decides to try to, like, fight them. PBB goes back picks off two guys decides to go start Baron again the other team decides to go fight him again and then PvB backs off a of Baron again and kills all the team and then they start Baron again and it's like dude like this te- like I don't know there was some of these teams are so wacky and then, like it's just like it's no competition for for PvB but like I really do think that they're so laser like a really good like I, I do I type up zeros so hard.
0: Null's, like, Null's really really good too. He's, zeros he's Meliodas Null, Null.
2: Yeah, that team, that team is actually is actually good and like a lot of people. Palette's the
0: new guy, right? I was gonna say I don't oh, know. Null,
3: okay. Been there. He was the best supposedly the best player in uh, for the <laughs> kung fu, or at least the one that is the most exciting. At least what I read from Emily Rand.
2: Yeah, and the problem is is with PVB and. We saw it last year, or I saw it last year in uh, Worlds, was that, yeah, I mean, just playing it in the Vietnam region compared to the Turkey region, like, just the Vietnam region is all over the place. Well, the Turkey region, I just feel like it's just a little bit more controlled, yeah. like, controlled gaming, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. gameplays. Well, Vietnam just all over the place. And I feel like they try to adapt the LPL style, but it's not going to work out. But I just think, I mean, who does what Fenderbot have? That uh, Kyrie, whatever his name is, from
3: Kyrie, they have ruined Kyrie, Ruin, Blue, Ruin, Blue Kyrie Hades, and, and Japan. Japan,
2: yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a real. Like, that's a that's a stud lineup a as well. Lineup, yeah, I mean, that's a really stud lineup, and it's just. I think this game will be a lot closer than what I don't know because there's always two sides. people are, like super high on PVB, and there's people super high on Feven. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I just think it's, it's going to be close, and I think. I don't know (laughs) we'll just see how pvp plays but in general i feel like if they can clean up like just a bunch of this stuff and like do like hardcore footage i think they actually have a good chance with how good like i said their solo lanes are um i'm pretty sure if you're gonna go into this meta right it's like a tank meta for a top just in general yeah so
0: i think there's so i think the argument you make for Fongvu is that it is round robin best of one Which is like something that would definitely play to how they like to play, but the way the way I look at Vu is they're they're kind of like they're like the they're like the middle school bully that is like trying to bully high school kids when it comes to like (laughs) like this right where they're like the they're they're like a real tough guy they're just beating up on people smaller than them and they like they try to enact the same strategy when you know if you're trying to fight against. Hulk Hogan, it's not going to work the same as, you know, a 10-year-old, right? And I don't mean to, like, smash on the VCS, but, like, Vu absolutely gutted this region. Like, there was no competition whatsoever. It's not like Turkey. Where Turkey, there was, like, two and There's a half good teams. good teams. And, like, some of the middle table teams had spike performances that were pretty good. Where, like, Fenerbahce and Supermassive are very good teams. Like, Fenerbahce and Supermassive... It would not surprise – I don't know off the top of my head for sure. It would not surprise me at all to find out if they were, like, actually scrimming against LC- LEC teams and stuff like that. Like, they're, they're a good team. Like, they're good teams, right?
1: And, and that's, it needs to be said as well, uh, kind of a major big take or whatever, but it needs to be said as well, Vietnam had one really big performance years ago from Gigabyte Marines, the first time that we saw Gigabyte Marines. Mm-hmm. They came out, surprised a bunch of people. They had sweet strategies. They played aggressive. Everybody loved them. They did great. Since then, Vietnam has done nothing. They've been overhyped in every tournament they've been Absolutely. in. When Gigabyte Marines came back, they were terrible. Phong Vu Buffalo know, last man. year was terrible. So here,
0: here's the other thing. I, like, I feel like
1: Gigabyte were were overhyped. I just don't think PVP
2: was as hype. I think it's just one player who's just super hyped.
1: I've bought into this the last couple times that it happened. I hear I the didn't. same things every time. They say, all oh, these Vietnamese guys, they're still so aggressive. They still play so well. Just and every time they have not been good. <laughs>
0: well, all right. So that's the very first time that they I mean, were good. They've they, they, they not been good. Since <laughs> yeah. When they first, when they had that that spike performance, at, was it MSI two years ago? It was 27. No, no. Levi no, no, was, was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was on, was on there. there. I really remember watching that. So they had that spike performance. I agree, they were absolutely overrated. But the other thing that bothered me is that they were just miscast in general. And it, I don't usually, because the the Riot broadcast team does a pretty good job, and they don't usually spout a bunch of BS. Like they they they're well researched and they know what they're talking about, even if they tend to speak in generalities. Like they they know what they're talking about. I I don't know if they just didn't watch this team or what, but like it was just misinformation, right? They yep. kept casting this team as this aggressive team, and what people don't realize is I don't watch a whole lot of the VCS, but I've watched enough to be like that's not the same team. Now, yep. The MSI after they had the good Worlds performance. Everyone's like, oh, man, here's the Vietnamese team. They're going to be super aggro. And if you, like, watch them, they were playing, like, a Korean style. Like, they were trying to. It wasn't always executing on it, but they were trying to, right? So they weren't even remotely close. They weren't even trying to play the way they used to. So it it bothered me. And I think because people hear that over and over and over again, there's this, like, image in people's head that they're this aggressive team. And uh, admittedly, this team, the little bit I have watched of them, is kind of getting back to that.
2: They're super aggressive. Yeah, that, and they but... and they fit
0: this meta game really, really well. I just think that it's like I said, the bully example. Like they're they're in for a rude awakening. Like when if you're just better than everybody, you can use your, it, I, I like I liken it to like a, a player that uses their raw talent instead of their practice, right? Like you can just if you can out like raw outskill people without having to go through a process, and you're just kind of like winging it, and you're good enough, you can do it, right? And I kind of think that's what they're doing. Maybe they prove me wrong, maybe the best of one helps them, I don't know. But I think like when they're gonna have to play against people their own size, they're gonna have to me- they're gonna have to adjust. They're gonna have to learn how to do that. And maybe they do. Maybe they're good enough to just be like, okay, we can't, you know, brute force our way through things like we did with with um you know. It's in other words, like, I don't think they're fun plus phoenix. Like, fun plus phoenix can brute force their way through things because they're huge, right? Like they're the incredible Hulk. This would be like me trying to brute force my way through like you know, LeBron James or something. Right. Like I, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. I might, I might be able to do that to like middle schoolers or something, but I'm not going to be able to do it to a <laughs> professional athlete. And I think I'm not saying Fenerbahce are like that good, but they're definitely their own side. Like they're definitely at the same level. And that's, that's kind of like where I'm looking at it. And maybe they make the adjustment. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Like Chris, John, do you guys have anything else to chip in on this before I keep saying the same example over and over again? <laughs>
1: No, that, that's just kind of how I feel is that these the teams from Vietnam have been hyped every tournament since that Gigabyte Marines performance. And every time I've started out buying into it, like, OK, we're going to see these old Gigabyte Marines. And the thing about that Gigabyte Marines tournament, the first one was a lot of what was winning for them. Wasn't even that they were that skilled or that their strategy I'm was teasing. that fluid. Yes, they had cheesy strategies that people weren't expecting. And it does work. But since then, Vietnam has not really been good at any tournament. And every time the Vietnam representative comes in, and people are hyping them up. And so, I think Fenerbahce is the clear favorite in this group. Um, and I so, think Phong Vu Buffalo. I would expect them to lose one of their two matches against Bombers and Asuris too. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to be a super strong team.
0: So we've talked Fenerbahce against Phong Vu, and you kind of transitioned this in already for us. So.
1: So, do we all agree?
0: Fenerbahce is definitely getting out of this group. I think Fenerbahce is getting out. So, do we think like six zero or five one or four two?
1: I think they'll lose somewhere in there.
0: I think they'll. I think they're going to five one. I think they could split with Vu.
1: I think they'll lose a the game to somebody. I'm not even. I'm not even predicting yeah. who it's going to be. I'm not betting against Fenerbahce in any matches. Yeah, uh, I already have I, my. Bets I, I actually fans,
0: yeah, in so. one match, but that's different. So, so well,
3: that's kind of surprising to hear because I had. Uh, Sander Torres on for my last show and he kind of pointed out that Feng Vu was the one that's gonna get out of this group easily. That's his word. I easily. think a
1: lot of people are gonna think that though.
3: And that I just,
1: Like that's what not, I'm hearing from people. They love Feng Vu Buffalo. I just am not buying into it. Go on,
3: Chris. And I guess we'll have to see, because I, I will go through each game and kind of see what their style is. I have to say when I watched Bache, I was not impressed with their early game, but their late game was impressive how yeah. they came back. But so I guess it's it's a opposite style for these two teams when they face off. So, but the talk would be these two teams, Fenerbahce and Feng Fu. For me, I will I will be on the Feng Fu side until
0: Okay, okay. And, and like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't I I'm definitely not going to fault anybody for thinking that because especially with these wild teams, we never know how they're going to match up against each other. But mm. I think uh, I also think like. I'm on Fenerbahce, but not because of the finals, right? So the finals was a really weird series. They 3-0'd Supermassive, but they got Karthus in two games, which is like a free win in pro play right now. So <laughs> I don't know how much stock to put into that, but there's it's worth something beating up on Supermassive that bad, right?
1: The team – well, I mean, I just think whoever came out of Turkey was going to be a favorite to win this group.
0: I think they have the strongest strength of Their
1: top four – yeah, their top four teams are all pretty good. Um. And they're all probably a step below, you know, the LEC or the LCS or whatever. But they're they're not really a wildcard region. I feel like at this point, they have a lot of imports. A yeah. lot of like dollars are going into that league. That's I a, think Tur- a- Turkey
0: compares to me like the LMS does, where it's it's like on that same level. Like they're a one point like tier one point five league at the at this point. I know the LMS didn't used to be this way, but at this point, I think they are.
1: Where well, we're we're digging in a little bit, but I feel pretty similarly to the LMS as I do to Vietnam. I mm-hmm. think the LMS has always been kind of a weak league other than flash wolves who are just crushing everybody all the time. I didn't think it and used with a to be, lot of, with a lot of flash wolves is te- like players gone now and them not looking as hot as they used to. It feels like the LMS maybe is not a region that deserves an auto buy anymore.
0: Yeah. It's like having, having a super team, like one team define your whole region, which is now I think I've been off the LMS for the last two years and I've been basically right about that for the most part. I think before, they did have teams. Like, the, the old AHQ teams were very good. Uh, they had a very unique style, all their own and everything. And they had... Like, now now I think, like, Royal Youth is, like, the other good team. Um, or not Royal Youth. Uh, uh J-Team. Like, J-Team H- and, and G-Rex are, like, they're yeah. kind of battling for that spot where... I think the LMS could be on the rise, but I'm, I'm skeptical. Like, we'll see. But I, I tend to agree with you, John, where it's, like, it's definitely downturned.
1: Like it's not what it used to be. The other team I wanted to talk about in this group is bombers. So, I want to talk about Isaris, because I think Isaris is gonna be the upset people. It's I think Australia is the opposite of of Vietnam, in that I think that generally when we go to these tournaments, Australia and regions like Vietnam send similar strength teams. Except everyone talks about how great Vietnam is, and nobody ever gives Australia a chance. Yeah. But I think they're sending similarly strength teams. I'm not saying Australia is way better than Vietnam. I'm saying their teams are about the same. But everyone's always telling me that Vietnam's going to crush, and nobody ever gives Australia a chance. I'd agree I think mm-hmm. I think Bombers is, is going to be fine. I don't think they're getting out of this group by any stretch. But I think you're you're going to see Bombers, Isaris, and and Phong Vu Buffalo be pretty similar to each other i don't think bombers is a team that you should consider they're just going to get blown out every game like i think bombers are fine so and they've been like that too they we sent they sent dire Wolves a bunch of times and yeah. Dire Wolves always took games off people they never yeah. just got like 06 to yeah. crushed they always took games off people
0: i think this is unfortunately like a group of death situation like so if i look at this group is there anybody from group b that we would prefer to any of these group a teams because I, um, I kind of think Group A has three of the top four teams in the tournament.
1: Yeah, I would say yeah. Bombers is the fourth best team in this in this group, just barely. Uh,
0: but is there anybody? do you like anybody from Group B more than Bombers? I if do like
1: know. a team. There is a team in Group B that I think is getting wildly underrated that I have a lot of bets on. But I'll, I'll wait till we we'll, get there. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll talk about that. But I th- the, the point being, Group A is, I think, is definitely, definitely stronger. stronger. It's definitely stronger, right? What
1: do you guys think about this as a conversation topic? Because I was looking over this... Why don't they just put Team Liquid in the main event automatically, mm-hmm. put Flash Wolves into one of these groups, and then add the teams from the Spanish League, the French League, the, st- the teams that we saw in EU Masters right there. Yeah, Add those teams to these groups. Because, I mean, is Thailand really more deserving of a spot here than Spain or France or, you know, one of those I'd, groups? I agree I think, with you. I think you could make these groups eight teams. Do, like, and the international in, buzz for
0: Dota and have, like... Yeah, you could
1: put in Spain and France um, and Germany and have teams like Big and Misfits Premier and and those kinds of teams in these groups. I don't think these teams that we're looking at for MSI would blow out the teams that we saw at the top of EU Masters. I think you could easily put those teams in these groups. I'd agree make with that. Bigger. Yeah. I kind of like and, that idea. Because, yeah, and then I'd you could agree. make it, like,
0: a full week thing,
1: too. And there's no reason to have Team Liquid like I think Team Liquid is clearly worse than all the teams that Auto got into the, the main event of MSI but there's no reason to to like to knock, group them up and, Yeah, yeah to to group those mm-hmm. other teams up there and then have Team Liquid be down here with Flash Wolves in a in a we're a major region but we still have to play a play in team I don't uh, see the point of that. I
0: wonder if there was like some kind of financial aspect to this. There probably was, but probably. And they so, want to
3: represent from all different kinds of regions like, I think you know. just, yeah.
0: Just so, put Team Liquid in that main group. So and, let's just put a yeah. punctuation mark on all of this. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to each of you and I want to ask you for Group A, who do you like to get out? So split it. Take a hundred percent, like a pie chart, right? Take a hundred percent and split it four ways based on likelihood uh, to get out of the group, right? So I'll do mine first because I think I said it in our our group chat or whatever. I think it's like. What did I say it was? Or maybe it's not one hundred percent. But I think it's like Fenerbahce are like ninety percent to get out of this group. I think Fongvu are like fifty percent. I think Isaris are fifty percent, or maybe fifty-five and forty-five. And then I think Bombers are like ten percent. Doesn't have to be like an exact hundred split. But you know, you see what I just did, like yeah. something like that.
2: I would say Fongvu... ninety-five percent. I would say Fenerbahce, I'll give him sixty, sixty-five. I think I also think bombers might could make a pretty good upset. Um I'll give him around like forty five and then who's the last team? Icerus. Um don't know too much about them what size what merge they merged together, right? With Latin America. Yeah. Latin America. Um yeah, I'll give I'll give them like forty percent. But I'm super high in and yeah, I go sixty percent. So you
0: think Vu is like definitely out, and then it's a
2: crapshoot for the other three. I going to say it's crapshoot. I, I gave I gave Fenerbahce sixty yeah. percent. You gave feng Vu like forty-five. So I mean, <laughs> no, I gave
0: feng Vu fifty-five, and it's oh,
2: forty-five. Okay. So
0: I think that's pretty close. I don't know. I'm... It's just I think we're just
2: close in the middle. Like actually, we have like our top team that's gonna make it out, and then like. Everyone else is kind of grouped like where we think it's supposed to be. Yeah, I, I kind of
0: – I'm probably overrating Isaris a little bit just because of the, the two leagues merging. But the fact is they were an underdog. Like they yeah. were not the favorite in the finals. Actually, they were like pretty – I think there was even money if I remember.
1: I like think – they were even, unless money. I'm misunderstanding something, my understanding of how this group stage works is is different than what you're talking about. Um, I thought it was a Two right. Two teams don't get out of these groups, I don't think.
0: Oh, it's only one.
1: The winners get out and they play against Team Liquid oh. and Flash Wolves. Oh, that's oh. right, you're right. I didn't, didn't realize that, hold up. that we were mistalking until you guys were talking about your percentage chances to get yeah. out because I was like so what, that... do mean, what do you mean 90% and is ninety percent and Fong is fifty percent? That does not work out. Oh, at all oh really. yeah, so <laughs> do, it's a hundred percent going out. Yeah,
0: like,
1: only one team's getting out before. of each <laughs> format, just the match. Okay,
0: so take your so take your pick for getting out.
1: Oh, it's okay. Fenerbahce for me. Yeah. I had it. I was breaking it down in percentages, like you were talking about. I think it's seventy percent Fenerbahce, fifteen percent Fongvu, ten percent Isurus, five percent bombers. That's okay. my, my. You did it just, like, good for wow. you, yeah. <laughs> Chris, what about you?
3: Uh, from just the limited information I have, I'll give seventy uh, percent Fenerbahce, seventy-five percent Fongvu, twenty-five percent Isurus, and I don't know about <laughs> bombers. Just you know one.
0: A lot of <laughs> one. <laughs> the bombers haters is going to come out and bombs. nail you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, right, cool. like, yeah. dude, I hope bombers get out, first. dude. I would love it if bombers. So, got out. Group B they will have an upset. Group A <laughs> definitely looks competitive. So, Group B, uh, we have Detonation Focus Me from Japan, INTZ from Brazil, Mega from Thailand, and Vega Squadron from the Commonwealth of the Independent States. I kind of like. INTZ, and Vega Squadron here, but honestly, this group is like weird to me. I, I, I like Brazil to get out.
1: I like Vega to get out. I also like Vega to get out. Good call, Calvin. Yeah. Wow. I think both Vega and
0: INTZ <laughs> are interesting because they both were underdogs, but they both looked so good in their they finals. Really good. Yeah. They did look I think good. Russia's
1: yeah. been, well, the Commonwealth of Independent States, yeah. has been a a pretty strong region in the past. The Gambit teams that used to come out of this region usually were very competitive uh, in the play-ins. Usually were pretty strong. I, I like the uh, the Vegas squadron to get out of this group.
3: Yeah,
1: it, I don't think Mega's
2: going to get out. I mean, it's their what it's probably second time in an international stage. Um, yeah. it's really not. I mean, Tyler's not that strong. And when they won the first time, you know, I mean, I thought it was it was awesome. But like, even with DFM. I also think Japan is not that great because like DFM, like I'm pretty sure they destroyed their They did. See, destroyed their yeah, because I forgot what was the thing. I looked so, it up a little bit because they were Dead Nation gaming and I'm like, wait, is this DFM, or is yeah, it they Dead went Nation
0: they went they lost one
1: series the whole season. Yeah. So. Does it bother anybody else, like going back to my my structuring of the tournament, does it bother anybody else that we're gonna watch these play ins a whole bunch of games between all these teams and there's a really good chance that none of them ever actually see the MSI stage? Uh like, they're going to get out of these groups and they're going to play that's... against Team Liquid and Flash Wolves and they're probably just going to lose.
0: Yeah. Like I just... would really
1: prefer if these teams like whoever won all of this actually got to go to the MSI and play against IG and SKT and we didn't just play all these games so somebody could lose to Team Liquid. So you like, could make
0: the co- the counter argument to that is if you don't have Liquid and Flash Wolves there to like you know be the bouncers at the door then you could just be wasting games to watch if these teams just get blown out by a good team at MSI.
1: Yeah, but we're already wasting all these games because we're watching a whole bunch of yeah, games. Yeah,
0: but we're watching games. we're watching them all fight against each other outside before they get sure. into the club. You know what I'm saying? I'd
1: With rather this. see one of these teams or two of these teams make the main stage and try to try Maybe. to be the, the team that steals a game off of one of the best teams in the world. Like we've seen that these teams can come in and steal a game off those teams. They're not gonna win most likely, but So they can steal a game.
0: So Chris, what do you what do you think on this group? Who's getting out of this group?
3: Nobody's getting out of this group, but <laughs> whoever will advance. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about Vegas Squadron, and all of you seem to be very high on them, so I will have to dig into that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be between DFM and INTZ. Um,
0: no, I don't think see, they, see, DFM is... Right, so here's here's my thing with DFM, right? I'm just going to straight-up interrupt you, so sorry about that. but like, Here's my thing with DFM. DFM, unlike Fangfu Buffalo... Who completely ran train on their whole region, right? DFM weren't doing it with brute force. Like DFM are disciplined, like good. They're they're a good team. Like they're smart. They're not just like okay, I'm better than you. Let me style on you. Like they're a disciplined team, right? I don't know if that's gonna work, or maybe uh, I don't. I don't know. They like to drag games out, from yeah. what I saw. And it's well, like yeah. it's really. They're a lot like Splice. They are a lot like Splice. Yeah,
2: exactly. I don't think I. I, with this, with this type, like the style of like Brazil and stuff, I don't think that's going like, to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe
4: not. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this group's a lot yeah. harder to call because I don't think any of these teams are that. I, I think INTZ looked really, really good in playoffs, and that's okay. like yeah, all
1: but... I'm drawing this on. And Brazil being a pretty strong region historically. Yeah, yeah. we may be sleeping on Brazil a little bit. INTZ probably is in the conversation. It's between Vega and INTZ for me, and okay, those yeah. are regions that have battled many a time to see who was going to get out of a play-in stage, Russia and Brazil. All
3: right, so... Look, they're not going to fight you on who's going to win, because I have zero idea about this group.
0: Yeah, this group's a lot harder to call. Um, do we think any of these teams beat Liquid or Flash Wolves? Because I actually think
1: Fenerbahce could beat Flash Wolves. Have they announced which team is playing against who? Uh, I think it's...
0: I'll I check think real quick. Draw, I, think, right? I think Liquid... No, I think Liquid get to
1: choose... I think Fenerbahce could beat Flash Wolves. Yeah, I think that's about the only matchup where a team from here gets out. You're I don't think us, either one of them beat Liquid. Yeah, if you're telling us Liquid gets to choose first and who they play, I'm trying like to someone. find out for sure. I think Fenerbahce could beat Flash Wolves. I mean, they might not be a favorite, but I think they got a reasonable shot to beat Flash Wolves. Uh, I'm trying to find out who gets to pick.
0: It says the group advances to play oh, either. North America plays against the winner of
1: Group A. And Taiwan um, plays against the winner group B, so Taiwan is the easier draw. I think that's unfortunate because I, th- I, th- I, think that ruins any chance that one of these teams is going to get out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. that's actually yeah. tough. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, because that cause would like have actually Fender been a
0: cool back match back. to watch. Like yeah. Fenerbahce or Fangvu against Flash Wolves <laughs> would have been interesting to watch.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't, I don't. Th- it's just going to be Liquid and Flash Wolves. I know that's like unexciting, and people want the hot takes, but it's unless somehow just it's Liquid chokes take. and <laughs> liquid's not gonna choke, Liquid's not gonna choke. <laughs> We're gonna talk about this in a little a little bit later. No, but like, I think I think Liquid are actually being slept on no, a tiny bit. I think I think Liquid's good though. I they yeah, shouldn't
2: be yeah. been playing
0: playing stage. Yeah, Agreed. I agree. So, um, I, I think we'll just quickly go through these picks here because I, I like most of these games are so lopsided that we we won't. You don't have to spend too much time on it, but I actually do like a couple picks here. So uh, Wednesday, surprised where my money's at, by the way. Wednesday, so. May the first, we have Fong Vu minus five hundred against the Bombers, plus two eighty seven. Not
2: uh, betting Fong Vu's winning. Yeah, no bet for me.
1: I don't have the same lines as you guys because I'm on Bovada and your yeah. lines are from another site. Um, I'm I have a bet against Fong Vu in every game they're playing.
0: Against? Wow.
1: <laughs> yep. I think that's all, reasonable. All their opponents. All their opponents are like plus three hundred or better. Oh. And, uh, and with how
0: they play, I think
1: they're sloppy. They, they can easily one. lose. I think they I guess... are sloppy. I, like I said, I think Vietnam has been like perennially overrated. I do think the bombers will ge- or the the Buffalo will get wins and be competitive to win this group, but I think they're going to drop games along the way. And with everybody at plus three hundred against them, except for Finerbache, I, I have bets on Istaris and Bombers against Vu
0: Yeah, I think this is kind of like your approach to U Masters, John. I think it's the same kind of idea. <laughs> it uh, is. No, no, no. Like for real. Like I think it is That's, like. It's...
1: It's kind of similar. I also think the Australian teams play a pretty like safe, standard style of play, yeah. and I think those kinds of teams have the ability to to really take advantage of a team like Fongbu. So I, I like I got bombers at plus four hundred. I think wow.
0: Oh yeah, if, if it's that high, then you definitely go for it.
1: Uh, Fenerbahce
0: minus three fifty seven, Isaris, two twenty three. No side good. again. I yeah, oh, bet. So I I'm. I'm a very small wage on Issterris here. So I put small wage on, on all three Issterris games. Okay. I think and maybe this is delirious. You're opposite of
1: me then. You're like you're just thinking Issterris is a little bit better than the world is giving them whereas yeah. I'm thinking is a little bit worse than the world is giving them. Basically. Well, I, I I
0: think it's a combination of both cuz I do think Fongu is worse than, than everyone's giving credit for. Um, but I also on top of that think Issterris are better. So uh I guess am I the only one touching that one? Yep. Okay. No that's a that's a light pick for me not much. Uh finally 257 Isaurus 223 again. Same thing for me. Light on
1: Isaurus. Yep, I'm light on Isaurus.
0: <sighs> Which one is this? Sorry. Fangru Isaurus
1: Fangru 3 357.
0: Not touching, <laughs> not touching that one. No. Uh nope. Finerbache 370, Bombers 229. Nothing for me there. Nope. Yeah, it's a pass for me. Uh, Bombers plus 111, Isaris minus 161. I'm moderate think, to heavy on Isaris. I there. think Bombers is going to win actually. <laughs> that could happen. Like, yeah, see, I, this, I, I, I just... like Bombers because I think I did say
2: I, I have him ahead of Isaris. That's why. I, I almost
1: this. certainly will bet this game. This is a game that I don't have a bet on right now but I don't think this line is going to move that much no matter what happens in these other games. I want to see them play a little bit first and I'm almost certainly going to end up betting this game one way or another.
0: Yeah, I, I I think these last two are going to be the most action for me. Uh, so the 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 last one for Wednesday is Fong Vu minus minus one thirty seven, slight favorites against Fenerbahce minus one hundred five.
1: I'm going to be pretty heavy on Fenerbahce. I got Fenerbahce plus one fifteen, and I'm oh, heavier wow. on that one. Wow, than you than said than that? Really? Else. Yeah, that's a good line. That's good value. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm look,
0: out. realistically, it, would it surprise me if Fungvu won? Absolutely not. But if, I, if I'm sitting here saying I think Fenerbahce is the best team,
2: if if it's a plus odds, I mean that minus one five is really good. I mean, but yeah, it, it's close but, enough. That's the I way mean, I look at it. Um, John plus got odd. the plus odds, so I mean that. I yeah, mean,
0: plus odds. That's insane. Yeah, yeah that's you good. you gotta yeah, yeah, have the bet. Team was a pretty auto bet for me. Yeah, 100%. Um, Chris, how you feel on that one?
3: Uh, I would agree with what you all say. I even if I think Fungu. Might win. This
0: could be the one of their losses, and yeah. I'll take
2: that. Game. Such it's such a good bet. Like it's yeah. such a good bet to not like to pass up. If yeah. Play.
0: So so Thursday. Uh, so this is group B. <laughs> so each of these basically. So we're they're gonna be two days. It's gonna be two days of round robin. You're gonna mm-hmm. play each opponent once on each day. So we have group A and then group B, and then the lines aren't posted yet for the next round robin, but. I'm sure we'll be all on Twitter for that. So Thursday, Group B's first round robin. Detonation Focus Me minus 149 against uh, Mega plus 103. Does this seem? I mean, I know it's a lot harder to call Group B, but like, I feel like this should be good for Detonation Focus Me. I. Yeah, no? But I don't know. Like it, it's so hard to tell with the, like
2: I, I I want to pick Mega. I like that odds because uh, I actually, you know, the funny thing is, I last year I'm I'm a talent I'm tie in general, so I have to root for my homeboys. That's I <laughs> okay, that all right, that's last, fine. That's what I did last year for Worlds, and they won that one game. And I was so stoked. But I mean, out, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just I mean, DFM has a better roster, but this is harder how, to call though. How bad can you like? I mean, you have the same three core guys for like the past like two years.
1: For like the Thailand region, I and just they've played on the
0: world stage before, so that's a yeah. good argument for Mega actually.
1: DFM also, yeah. also traditionally Japan has got shit on by everybody. Yes, like, even yeah. Australia has always shit on Japan. Yeah, Japan was yeah. the worst they've always been the, the worst region, other than last year. year's Worlds, other than just last year's Worlds. Yeah. Japan has always been clearly the worst region. Yeah, but so they're also I, like I'm not that Mega. There,
0: they also didn't have a league until last year, so.
1: Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to really know how far they've progressed as far Man, as their this, international. This one's kind of tricky. I, I kind of
0: like the way that Nation folks me play, but I haven't watched a lot, enough mega to really know. So that's going to be a no bet. And I'll probably have to look into it for me. Yeah, uh, Vega Squadron plus one hundred five against INTZ minus one hundred fifty two. This one is to me like a coin flip. I see. I like Vega. I like <laughs> Vega as as a better. I like Vega even if I think INTZ is better, but I because I, I think these two teams are like. It's close enough to a coin flip that neither of them should be favored by this much.
1: Uh, it's my pick of the week, uh, although I got it at better odds. Uh, you got one fifteen. On, I got one fifteen on Vega. I like one fifteen nice. on Vega versus nice. INTZ. Okay, I like it.
0: I, I want. I want to. I want to communicate this to everyone. By the way, that doing picks for this is so so much more difficult because we don't know how these. It's just like even <laughs> we don't know how these these styles, these regions, the, the regional strength, all this stuff's gonna. It's almost harder than like LCS regions because it's definitely harder because we don't know yeah. how they compare to one another. So And a lot of these
1: teams have shown up at some of these events in the past too and, and so not haven't. played the style that we're used to them. Yeah, some of them have shown up and not played the way that we're used to seeing them play. It's these are very very hard to pick compared yeah. to the LCS.
0: Next up we have Mega +169 against INTZ -256. It's a no-go from me. No no no. Probably not betting it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, detonation focus me. Slight dogs at minus 116. Vegas squadron minus 122.
2: Not, I think Vegas squadron is going to win. I do too. I, just, I, don't, I don't know. If I'm going to bet that.
0: This nah. is moderate Vegas squadron. Yeah. For me. Unless DFM show me something in the first game. But if they do show me yeah. something in the first game, then they're probably going to lose value on this, you know.
1: I bet. Uh, Every Vega game in this group, I have Vega well, in
0: all the games. So these. here's an interesting wrinkle to this: if if DFM smash Mega in game one, and then Vega and INTZ play a close game, there's a chance people start firing on DFM? on DFM because they yep. like looked more dominant when in reality, I think INTZ is a much harder opponent than Mega. 100, percent right? Like just like again, we don't we don't know how this is going to shake out, but like just trying to project forward. Um. If if that's the case, there's chance you could get value waiting until this match on Vega. Like maybe this goes down to even money or plus one ten or something like that. That's a good call. That's but that's I, that's I actually still like Vega at minus one twenty two. Like I, I'd bet this like probably light to moderate. I'd have to look at it more. This yep, is I, better.
3: Better.
1: go ahead, Chris.
3: Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I think your thinking is correct. If DFM somehow wins, people might overrate them, but it's against Mega. Yeah. <laughs>
1: First
3: game. Of that group too, um, but I will pick DFM.
0: Okay. This will be my pick of the week. Oh, this hey. is
3: where <coughs> they tell me if they are going to get advanced from this group or not. If they can take on Vega, that's
0: I like you know that's it. a like good. Me- I think that's a good measure too. And like yeah, the, it's, fair. it's basically you know a lot of well, these lines have a lot of juice, but like it's yes. you know basically even. You, if you like DFM, you like DFM. I do like the way v- DFM play the game. I just don't know if they're gonna okay. be used to good opponents on it.
3: Yeah. And this is this is basically just something that it's informing me what to think of them because yeah. all of, right now it's all speculation and what I'm hearing this is, the gut, is, this is
0: yeah. the gut check. I I yeah. dig it. I I respect the gut check. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> Next up we have DFM minus one hundred one INTZ minus one hundred forty three. Um, I like INTZ again. If I if I pick INTZ or Vega to get out of this group, I'm gonna take INTZ. Like that's good enough for me to bet. Yep. yep. Uh, I don't have INTZ. a bet on it yet,
1: but I might. Chris, you I have, yeah, like
0: DFM there?
2: Uh, I don't like DFM. Chris mm-hmm. probably likes DFM.
0: Well, Chris, you said you like <laughs> INTZ to get out, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I did say. That's true.
3: <laughs> so, I don't know. I think INTZ... Well, I'll pick the INTZ for this one.
0: Okay. Uh, next up, we got Vega Squadron minus 169 against Mega plus 117. Vega. Kel. Oh, you. I see you're going against. Yeah, going no, I against can't. Mega. I
2: can't, dude. I know I can't. I just, I'm, I'm not gonna bet it. I might just put a unit on Mega, dude. Just, 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 just for, know, just for shit, just for shit yeah, But you. I, you know, Vegas is definitely a stronger team. Unless like Mega can just show me against. I, don't, I, was not even DFM, but against INTZ. If they can keep it up, you know, keep a close game, then I might throw another unit on Mega. You know, when I might be super aggressive on that. But we'll see about it. But I think Vegas hands down, <laughs> the best team in that group. Not hands wow. down, but but yeah, like a step, better than but, but like a step Ooh. above INTZ. Sorry.
3: Say
0: that again, no, nah. it's all it's all it's all good. So um yeah. just to just to recap, uh, so who who's getting out of group B, John? It's gonna be Vegas Squadron for me. Cal? Yep, Vega Squad for me. Chris
3: and INTZ. I'm on INTZ
0: also. Tough. Ooh. Ooh, split right down the middle. Interesting. It's all right because Chris wants be E Masters. If INTZ so. gets
1: out. <laughs> INTZ's. I think INTZ is a pretty good team. I wouldn't be that surprised if they got out. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think th- this group's a lot harder. To, I, uh, I don't know. This group's harder to call <laughs> because so I cool. think like yeah. like uh, we don't. I don't know. It's. These are, like, there's there's IWC regions, and then there's small IWC regions, and this is, like, all the small ones. Like, it's really, really hard to tell. Um, Let me see. Oh, so I'll touch on some futures for the whole MSI tournament. So right now, I looked in a couple different places... And SKT are the favorites at two different books I looked at. Wow. Very slight favorites. There's a lot of hype on
2: just, like, Twitter, YouTube, like, a couple analysts. Like, people are, like, Teddy over uh, Jackie Love. People saying Clit over Ning. Uh, Obviously,
3: uh, Mata over over
2: Balon. uh, Balon. (laughs) It's just, everyone, I don't know, man. They're just saying, SKT, this, three. and I think the, reason, the bias comes from them, 3-0, and Griffin. Bias.
0: Yeah, it's recency bias, for sure.
2: But, like, I mean, dude, I don't know, man. I just think the LPL is just so much stronger this year.
1: Dude, I, I agree. Don't... They're not going to win, but I agree. <sighs> Look. You I... Wait, you think SKT is going to win? I don't know. Nope. I you don't think G two is going to win, right? I think G two is going to win. Yeah, I'm pretty Nikki sure X? you said G two is going to win. Mickey X will be there. He's going to play. He said he's not
0: going to play. No, he didn't do today, isn't it? No, they said he is going to play. Oh, he is going to play.
1: Is he just <sighs> not going to play? They'll
3: have less practice, less scrimming.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've already said that before. They played against Origin in Did the finals <laughs> too. I definitely read something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they said he's not playing wrong. scrims with them. He's not playing scrims. OD with right going so okay. to play. Okay, play at the event. Make fun stage. Yeah. Okay. So what I actually like. Boys?
0: So I actually like both G two and Liquid, and I know that sounds crazy, but at the odds you get them at, this is like, like I know value betting futures is stupid because it's like, of course the value is good. That's why it's a futures bet. But like. I feel like the the odds for them to win are better than this for both of them like by a good amount. I think G2 has a better has a better Oh yeah, absolutely. To... I think G2 absolutely has a better chance, but I don't yeah. think Liquid's 25 to 1.
2: No, 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 no. no. I feel like just <sighs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, all these major regions. I mean, each each major region has a chance to win, in my opinion, this year. Especially, Liquid has really looked good in North America. Yeah. And I know last year we kind of we kind of just saw them like, oh, it's probably gonna be the same team, Liquid, this and that. Yeah. I I think it's just a it's just a different
0: atmosphere. You know what I mean? I think with Liquid, and I know this was like the thing on Reddit or whatever today, but like I I actually do think Liquid probably have the second best bot lane in this tournament.
1: Like I think yeah. I think only JJ with- better. With Only uh, bot lanes mattered at all in Modern League of Legends. <laughs> modern <laughs> league this year, right? Like, no, no, dude. Teddy and Mata have been fucking dominant, like absolutely dominant. Players in the bot lane. As long as you got rookie Ning and the shy playing your That's top true, half, I guess.
0: So, like, I think the smart money is on Invictus because they it's Invictus and they're not the favorites. And I think everyone's a little. T- I mean, they're close enough. They're they're basically the
1: same. Like, this is basically the same, right? Yeah, I think it's Invictus or G2, but I won't bet Invictus (laughs) if the odds aren't good enough.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, futures are futures, so, like, you know, bet at your own caution or whatever. But I actually like putting something small on G2 and Liquid. Because it wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, the MSI is always a really weird tournament.
1: It is, and rarely does the best team in the world win. Yeah. Like, the team that ends up winning worlds never wins MSI, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like... The almost won this last year for the record. Yeah, they were clearly not that good. Uh,
0: I don't know. I just thought I'd put some of those out there just because I thought it was kind of interesting. You can get Liquid 25 to 1, G2 8 to 1. I think that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, John, my you were player. talking about anyone else at sixty six to one, but that's like. Uh...
1: <laughs> I realized though when when we were because we were talking about this earlier that like really if you are like a system better you should probably bet anyone else at sixty six to one because like has got to be a scenario that's more common than sixty six one out of sixty six times where somebody else wins. Yeah. But I realized after that that the reason it's anyone else is because they have the teams that are guaranteed to be in the tournament already listed at other odds, yeah. so there you'd have to take a team. Uh, when we were originally talking about it, I was including, like, Flash Wolves in the Anyone Else group. This is yeah. a team big out of play-ins and winning the event. That, that's probably not worthwhile It's six yeah. one even if you're a system guy.
0: Well, I think the other interesting thing is, like, so this tournament, it's going to depend on how the brackets shake out and everything, too. But I actually think that there's three really, really good teams in SKT, Invictus, and G2, I think are all, like, exceptional teams. Totally agree. And I don't... I. I this is an un- unpopular opinion. I really don't think Liquid's that much further behind them. I know they didn't look that great in finals, but, like, I, I really don't think Liquid's that much further behind these
1: teams. I think they're pretty far behind.
0: That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to fault you for that, but uh, I think I think Liquid's going to surprise some people. And in years past, it's, like, been far and away, like, whatever Korean team is favored or whatever Chinese team is favored. Like, RNG and SK Telecom were like miles ahead of everybody at this, right? Like for whatever, you know, just like I'm just picking like one example, right? I think this year you could make a reasonable case for any of the top 3 teams, like SKT Invictus or G2. And that totally hasn't agree. been the that hasn't been the case in like a long time, maybe ever, right? Maybe the Fnatic teams from like 2016, 2017.
1: Yeah, even then I never really gave them too much of a chance. Yeah, like this G2 I give, I give a real shot like, to. G2 could do it. Yep. Yeah. And my G2 Futures is my biggest bet of all of MSI and EU Masters. My so you you really think G2 can do. I really I, think I definitely can. think they can. Sure.
0: I don't think it's likely, but it's definitely better than 8 to 1 likely for sure.
1: Um
0: Yeah, so just figure it And we're going to do another show once like the group stage is done and we're going to we're going to actually talk the full MSI, but we just wanted to do one for the play-ins. Uh pick of the week. So last week I gotta write mine down still, so I forget. I, I meant to write it down when I was talking about it, and I didn't. So, oh. um, so last week I had Invict I had the cop out of Invictus minus one point five at minus one ninety six. That was the lock of the century, the easiest bet,
1: <laughs> making it
0: rain, lock it up,
1: right? Awesome. Yeah, I think we all would have taken that one if we could have, and we all cleaned up on it. I know that. Yeah, yeah. like
0: literally, like I literally mm. like double max bet that. Like, they, I max bet it, and then the books released minus one ninety six, and I max bet it again. Like, it was just like. I was like, okay, uh, yeah. I had a huge bet there as well, and yeah. cashing on that. It was. Mm-hmm. I've never been. Uh, that's the surest fire thing I've ever had. I got a little. I bet the three zero too, and I, I don't usually bet three yeah. Uh John, because I stole Invictus, John bet uh, random five plus not uh, three ninety five versus big.
1: They did come up short,
0: uh, but it was also plus three ninety five. So respect to yeah. taking a big favor mm-hmm. like that. Chris had the Flash Wolves at plus one twenty. I put an orange bar. I kind of want to put the Calvin uh, uh, JDG three O. Yeah, Calvin. <laughs> Cal- I don't know if you listen yeah, to the trailer. Right?
1: He was wrong. So, yeah, Calvin, no you were definitely our, wrong on that record, pick. That <laughs> What the role, JDG three
0: <laughs> O? Did you hear us? last Did you listen last week? I
2: did. I did. I did listen. It was. It was funny. Yeah. But...
0: Uh, I didn't put you in on this, so you're just a, a blank for this week. So that puts the whole show to minus three point nine seven units. If you picked, everyone. is that
1: your best week of pick of the week, Calvin? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is your best week. You didn't get wrong, I'm up to guys. 63. You got wrong, dude. Like I, said last, I said two weeks ago, dude. I've been just getting I'm just kidding. Calvin does talking about guys. I just like to give him some shit. So.
0: <laughs> Chris uh, Chris so. is at 5-4 and four now. Uh, Ooh, Calvin oh, Ed is is at 0-8. Oh Technically, it could be 1-8. Oh, uh, no. Who's the... who's the um? <laughs> Who's uh zero, eight, and one we'll put. There we go. All right. yeah, I got, uh, I got so to what about it. uh no, who who's the who's the who's the bat or the baseball hitter that like has been striking out or whatever? Oh hey, Chris, Chris Davis. Davis? Chris Davis, he hit him own run the other day, up. didn't he? I know he's been Crush. heating up. Alright, so so you're just Chris Davis. You had a slow start, you're heating up, right? Anyways, my pick
2: of the week before I have to go in like a minute. There we go.
0: Pick of the week, Calvin.
2: Bombers plus one eleven versus Isaris. Okay. Boom, lock it in. Got it. It's in there. Actually Nah. I'm gonna pick
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I would've wow, picked. So oh, I would've have pick, pick... I would've go, pick go, go, go. Mega plus one O three against okay. DFM. Mega
2: plus one oh three. I, I like it. that
0: actually.
2: I gotta first rep game my
0: voice.
3: first thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. I do like betting first game dogs. Yeah. That's mm. like a that's like a cool thing in that's,
3: that's this is the time to do it. Uh, All
0: right. I'm gonna do I meant to write this down when I was doing it. I'm going to take INTZ minus 143 against DFM. And I meant to write that down before, and I didn't. And I'm going to get roasted on this. I know I am. Uh, You
3: can have the zero something, something, and one, two.
0: Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, So that's going to be my pick of the week. And then, uh, John, you said Vega, right?
1: Yeah, Vega plus one fifteen against INTZ. It's gonna be my my pick of the week. All right, cool. Yeah, this is a this is a really tough one
0: because. So just so you guys know, uh, we the idea with pick of the week is we wanted to do like sort of like the Reddit thread, like the the, the our sports book pick of the day thread, which is like it has to be better than minus two hundred odds, and we try. I mean, last week was a cop out because IG was like the lock of the century, but like.
3: They gave you that
0: on. Yeah, we we they we try we try not to pick stuff that's like oh minus 190. Like we try to pick stuff that's like actually reasonable for you guys. Yeah, I try to pick like plus that. odds every week if I can. I yeah. try to just go for the balls to the walls. Yeah, yeah, we know. That's why
2: you're. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I
0: had a go. I, hope you break I the have... streak.
2: Um, I'll be on Twitter. Thank you guys. Um, my advice is uh drink lots of water. All right. Um <laughs> Cleans the face, you know, wash your sheets, do all that <laughs> good stuff. Be, hygiene, you know, hygiene. So make sure you guys clean yourself. This is all a right?
0: good transition. Thank you, Calvin, because uh, I didn't have to come up with one. Yeah. So, all right, uh, but I'll talk to you guys later. All right, later, later. Chris, what's up with you outside of uh, outside of League?
3: Outside of league, well, we just had a rough long weekend of draft. I'd say rough, but actually it was very fun. Oh yeah. Um, trying to speculate, and we're already talking about like who's overrated, who's underrated. So plenty of more of that to go. But first of all, I think I found my true love, and that's in L. esports sports. But football <laughs> still comes as close to second. Close.
0: Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I was. I was like, I'm. I'm a huge football nerd. So I was, like, right there with you. I was, like, watching every pick of the draft on Thursday and Friday. Like, I was, like, following along. And even on Saturday, I'm, like, checking my phone. Yeah, checking like, the phone.
3: And just keep looking. What name's going to pop up?
0: I think my Eagles did a good job. I think uh, oh, our yeah. division opponent, the Giants, uh, <laughs> they as we mentioned earlier in the show, <laughs> uh, certainly helped our odds for uh, winning the division for the next 10 years. And uh, I would just like to personally thank Dave Gettleman for his –
1: Gross mismanagement
0: of that organization, and uh, you know, yeah, that that that'll 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 be it. I'll, oh, I have something else too, but I'll I'll let uh, John do
1: his. Uh, I'm just gonna riff with you on the last topic because it's also a major source. Okay, so, so me, we so me and John
0: head. me and John are gonna share a sign off topic here. I can't stand. It happens all the time with older people. I can't stand when older people are like, back in my day, the sport was better. Or back in my day, we did this. You see it in esports too, by the way, so don't let anyone fool you. All right? Yes, they were
1: garbage. (laughs) World Season 2, those teams would would get blown (laughs) out by 20,000 gold every game against these teams.
0: I want everyone to go back and watch Faker's first professional game. And no offense to no Mani and Doha because they are like the best commentating duo ever, and I love them to death. But
1: watch that first faker
0: game that he ever played in a professional scene, and you'll see how far League of Legends has come.
1: Go back and watch like some of the classics. Like one of my favorite oh, ones yeah. is uh, Team WE against CLGEU. EU. Oh, uh, is
0: that the Slugfest?
1: Yeah, or, or CLG EU <laughs> against um, Moscow 5 when they came back from 25,000 gold down go, go yeah, watch go watch some stuff of those you don't games see
0: anymore it's like
1: just go watch some of those games and tell me those guys are playing anywhere near the level that we're seeing now yeah, it's a complete yeah. clown fiesta compared to what you're seeing now
0: uh, and and i think the we were we were talking about this before the cast how so it's like just a huge pet peeve like the example i used is hockey uh, i'm like I, li- I i'm a philly fan and i work in philadelphia and all the time i have to explain to people that you know, having the fighters on your team is, like, not a good way to play hockey right now. Like, that's like if you don't like the sport, everyone's like, oh, hockey's not the same as it used to be. If you don't like hockey right now, you're out of your mind. You don't like the sport. Don't tell me you like the sport if you don't like it right now. Like, don't tell me, <laughs> oh, they took the fun out of the sport. It's like, you don't like hockey if just because there's not fighting. Watch the sport right now. Watch, all the, watch Austin Matthews. Watch Patrick Laine. Like, watch all these young players that are just lighting everything up and tell me you don't like the sport. We'll when you, you have this argument with people,
1: of one of my biggest pet peeves is when you have this argument with people. They will admit this for every sport except for whatever sport you're arguing about. So, exactly. like yeah. when yeah. I argue <laughs> when I argue with a basketball guy, he'll admit that Babe Ruth would never hit any modern fastballs. He'll admit that Hoist Gracie could never fight in modern MMA. Yeah. They'll admit that Maradona would not be good enough to play against modern soccer teams. Yeah. No whatever game. sport they're in is the only one where it's like, but in Jordan's day, it was a yeah. way yeah. harder game than it is now. <laughs> It's only in whatever sport they think is they think is tougher. That's the only one that they won't agree with it. Oh, all. Wilt Chamberlain! No one's ever gonna. It's like it's like that's the funniest part about the Jordan argument is that they'll they'll say that he was man better man. and time doesn't matter when comparing uh-huh. him with like LeBron. LeBron, but they'll say time matters big time and why he's better than Will yeah, Chamberlain. It's like, like Will Chamberlain about? played way before him. It's like well, modern, Michael Jordan played way before LeBron. Uh, you, you just can't win with these people. I know. Uh, you see it like.
0: You watch like like it, this is in every sport too. It
1: seems like every yeah. single sport. There's, there's no is. sport that was better at any point than it is right now. Like the there's, fact of the matter, yeah,
0: exactly. And the, the fact of the matter is, like, yeah, there might be exceptions. Like there's certain Re, Reggie White in football. Reggie White was a freak of nature.
1: Cross. Even even Cross.
0: even these days, people will say, no, no, that's no one's gonna be that good again. And then, I mean, he's like one of the examples I think is pretty close. Where it's like, okay, this dude's just an absolute freak.
1: If you just plucked people out of time, so like if Wayne you just Gretzky. like hand of God grabbed, even Wayne Gretzky, if you yep, if you I, hand of God grabbed him out of where he was and just plopped him down right now would in a game, like
0: any other player he'd be fine. Yeah.
1: The, the, the difference is like the, part of where the argument gets skewed and, and messed up is that people are like so Jordan, when I make this argument it's always LeBron versus Jordan. I think yeah. LeBron is better than Jordan. And whenever I make this argument with people, if Michael Jordan had grown up in the modern day and gone through modern training, modern nutrition, grew up with modern coaches, yeah, he might be better than LeBron. The reason I think LeBron, a huge percentage of why I think LeBron is better is that those did. things didn't exist when, Le- when <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan like- was there. And so if you picked Michael Jordan up at a time and dropped him in a modern game, I don't think he's he would be oh. losing so many advantages to every modern player. Like, if you took some guys that were on, like, the Blazers that Michael Jordan played against in the finals, they wouldn't make the NBA now. They yeah. like they wouldn't come close to making the NBA. The average player in every sport now is way better so than the better. average player the same thing, years Same
0: ago. thing, like, just to bring it back to esports, it's the same thing, right? Like, I tell you, go back and watch some old games, and you'll see what I'm talking about, where it, people people get biased based on the time they grew up. You hear with music, you hear with art, you hear with, you know, TV shows, you hear whatever. And, yeah, there's some things that are timeless, and they're just good. Like we get it, right? Like, you know, Jim Brown was a beast. Babe Ruth was a beast. Michael Jordan was a beast. We get it, but it's not blasphemy to like compare then and now and say that now is like way better. I, I was be, because it is. They've had twenty five years to improve on what they did. Like that's the whole point.
1: To bring it back to esports, the best example in esports. Go back and watch the insect kick. The first time <laughs> insect did the lease in insect kick. The world lost their minds. It was like this is a level of mechanical dominance that we may never see again. Now go play a bronze solo queue game against Lee Sin. He will insect kick you, guaranteed. He will in yeah, it bronze. Might not, solo it might not kick. be that good, but so back then, something that was thought of as like an unbelievable mechanical marvel, like the worst players in your solo queue games are doing every game. The game just progresses in every sport.
0: And I think there's there, there there's that's like a good point to uh, another topic we could talk about, like you know, down the line is that kind of contributes to parity in the league, right. Or in like the whole world, if it was the case where like this, it was just like the mechanics and all that, like if everyone wasn't improving, like everyone's improving. So it makes the field a lot more level and it makes the competition a lot better. Yep. Right. Yep. So, and, and that's what makes, you know, league and counter-strike and fighting games and hockey and basketball. and football, Like, I keep bringing hockey up because hockey right now, like there's so much parody because there's so many good players. Like there's fourth line players that are doing stuff that would have made like Wayne Gretzky or Maurice Richard look like chumps back in the day. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like oh, okay. you're, Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson, like famous goon in the NHL. Now it's been suspended a bunch of times. Like everyone thinks he's just a, you know, a, a goon has like better hands than Wayne Gretzky probably ever had in his career. Why? <laughs> because he's got to play in the modern NHL. Like it's different. I don't yes. know. It's just a just a whole tirade. I was I've had to defend that a bunch of times It was a good closing I, topic, though. But... I've had that
1: argument. I've had that argument a hundred times. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. It's
0: don't think you're better just because you grew up with it. It's okay to reminisce. It's okay. Like I'm I don't I don't fault people at all for that. Go
1: back and watch those Jordan finals, dude. Please. Go back and, and you watch know what? They're
0: great. Podcasts. It's super entertaining. It's high drama. It's awesome. And he was that great relative to his time. You just need to be relative to your time. That's all we're <laughs> exactly. saying.
1: Absolutely. It's, okay. We just lost half of our viewer base for me shitting on Michael (laughs) Jordan, but that's I could could go. I could
0: go into the music. I can live without those four guys. Okay, I can live without
1: the four people that are going to turn it off. (laughs) That half part. I could go with the I
0: could go with the music side of this big time because that's a uh, that's another angle that we could attack this. But you I'm love, just going to turn this off. How much do you
1: love for the music side when people tell you that like the Beatles drummer was like one of the best drummers of all time? I'm not going. To <laughs> he just has like zero mechanical skill whatsoever. Listen,
0: listen, Van Halen is the greatest guitar player of all time. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i okay. John
0: Petrucci. Like, I'm, right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm right. done. I'm not going into this. Okay, let's. <laughs> let's gonna call it. We're gonna we're all gonna right. call it a night. Let's Everybody enjoy on. the MSI playing stage because this is uh, the only time we're gonna see a lot of these teams. <laughs> yep. So, yep. um, and look, I don't. We don't want to. We don't wanna, like dump on them too hard. But these are like these games can actually be really really fun to watch. I always enjoy They're watching
1: different. the Wild Card sure. regions. Way more so, fun than watching NA. Yeah. It, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Are you serious, dude? I, I wanted to claw my eyes out watching Cloud9 versus DSM. Here we go. I, <laughs> I was staring at the screen for like 30 straight minutes with nothing going on. Like, is this why, you're, is this why
0: you're not high on Team Liquid for a while?
1: <laughs> but okay, All okay. right. That's, I, think, I
0: think that's enough. I think we've, uh, we've pissed off enough people to call <laughs> it a night for this one. Awesome. So, um, I, I figure we'll probably get another show out. Maybe normal schedule next Sometime next week Figure like next Wednesday or so uh, We'll find a we, time so Yeah so MSI starts next The, the actual tournament Wednesday. starts May 10th Friday May 10th So we'll get something out to you Like probably the 7th, 8th or 9th or, Sometime next week uh, We're going to let the play in be the play And I figure you can follow all of us on Twitter For your second round Robin group stage play And bets and all that Thoughts Everything about that But uh until then, I guess we'll see you guys next week, and good luck enjoy the this
4: weekend. Good luck. about everybody.
0: The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.